Uh, it's so good to hear from everybody. So good to see you. And uh, on drboystv.com, this is where we have intelligent conversations about things that are happening in the black community. Now, today's topic is reparations. Uh, California just made a really interesting uh, proposal on reparations that uh, I'm going to just go ahead and flat out call it borderline stupid. And uh, this is the kind of nonsense that I wanted to warn you guys about so that we're very, very careful as we have these reparations conversations. Now that the reparations conversation has begun, it's become a very dangerous conversation because they are going to try to get you with the banana in the tailpipe. And uh, right now, the reparations discussion is not going well, in my opinion. Uh, America is open to the idea of discussing reparations, but most Americans do not support reparations. That means most liberals don't support reparations, most conservatives conservatives don't support reparations. So if you are a Republican who is trying to get every other black person to become a Republican because you think Donald Trump is the answer, then you are wrong because Donald Trump will not give you your reparations, in my opinion. Uh, if you are a Democrat and you are warning black people like, oh, Lord, the Republicans going to kill us, y'all. They're going to come get you. They're going to come beat you up. And, and expect, even though there's no record of a Trump supporter killing a black person, they'll, they literally will tell you that Trump supporters want to kill black people, which is the biggest piece of propaganda propaganda bullshit I've ever heard in my life, uh, you need to be quiet too. You need to stand down. So I'm here not speaking to you as a Democrat. I'm not speaking to you as a Republican. I'm here to vote for black people. I vote for black people in every election. So let me read to you what I just found uh, on reparations and what I saw and why I took the time to do this uh, conversation with you. So here uh, I'm reading this article in MSNBC. Here's what it says. That there's a reparations bill right now from the California Legislative Black Caucus. They propose several ideas about how to offer reparations to black people. Cash payments is not one of them. Cash payments is not on the table. Now, uh, first off, before I begin reading this, I'm going to ask you all a basic question. How many of you all believe that there should be cash payments as it pertains to reparations? How many of you uh, believe that there should be cash payments. Give me a yes if you believe that they owe us some money, that they should put a check in the mailbox, and that those of you that do have some common sense that are going to do good things with the money should get some of that money. Give me a yes if you agree that cash payments make sense. Also, let me know if you can hear me okay. I want to make sure you guys can hear me okay. All right, so um, let's see here. Uh, uh, okay, so I see your yeses, and somebody says Roland Martin is biased when it comes to politics. Yeah, Roland's liability, unfortunately, is that Roland is uh, what I would refer to as a Democratic Party operative. And uh, it doesn't mean he's a terrible guy. If you're a Democrat, then you're going to love him. But if you're not a Democrat, if you're a person that's more open-minded and free-thinking and willing to look for solutions without being constrained by the Democratic Party, then I don't know if Roland's uh, message, I think it should be taken with a grain of salt. Again, I think he's a good journalist. But unfortunately, he seems to be bought and sold by the Democratic Party, and I think he needs to fix that. Now, here's what it says here. Okay, so most of you are saying yes. Okay, good. It says here in this article, it says, ever since California's Reparation Task Force completed a report last summer on the systematic abuse and discrimination that black people have faced in California and across the, the U.S., lawmakers in California's Legislative Black Caucus have been working to craft bills in response. Last week, they outlined those bills, which include a variety of things, but notably don't include cash payments or anything similar. The federal government previously paid cash. Now, listen to this. This is this is history. Y'all need to know the history here. They paid. Did y'all know how many of y'all knew this? That They actually paid reparations to slaveholders after slavery. Did anybody else know that? That they, they literally paid reparations to the slaveholders with, for losing their slaves. So uh, they won't. <coughs> excuse me. They won't pay black people reparations for being slaves, but they will pay slaveholders reparations for losing control of their black people. 
Uh, this is the country you live in. Welcome to America. They also paid Japanese Americans who were held in concentration camps in the 1940s because of what happened in World War II. So what's fascinating about America, and this is what's interesting, you have a country that hates you so much that they will pay people from other countries before they'll pay you. They'll literally pay people for other countries for atrocities that happen in other countries. Do you get what I'm saying? Last time I checked, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis and all that stuff, that didn't happen in America. That did not, they did not, the, the concentration camps and all, that didn't happen in America. But the government has paid reparations to people who went through the Holocaust in Germany. That, that I don't know if anybody else is understanding the gravity of of that in, of how insulting that is, right? Or maybe it's just the reality of understanding how they feel about you. This is the, uh, some of y'all that that do our economic or financial consciousness trainings every morning at ten a.m. You know that this is a consciousness exercise. I want you to stop and I want you to really process this this fact. Process the fact that they that that they will pay reparations to strangers. They will that right now in Chicago, the, the black mayor is writing big fat checks to illegal immigrants, people that came from other countries, and won't even write those same checks for black people to live right here in the city of Chicago. That's insanity to me. That is that is right in your face, like like slapping you in the face, telling you how they feel about you. And if for some reason some of y'all remain loyal to these people, I do not understand why. I cannot. I cannot process this. I do not get this. And actually, in a second, if you stick around, I'm actually going to read a little bit from Dr. Claude Anderson's book, The Black History Reader. And he explains the history of the hatred toward black people. You need to know the history. There's a context to this. There's a reason why they have so much disdain for you and so much disrespect. But anyway, before I move forward, help me with the algorithm real quick. Uh, people that talk like me on the internet, we tend to get shadow banned. That's why I can have over a million subscribers and have a hard time getting a couple hundred people in the chat. So uh, one thing that helps the algorithm is activity. So if you could hit the thumbs up button, uh, hit that thumbs up button, share, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, whatever it is you can do to help us strengthen this platform. I would appreciate that very much. And for those of you that are part of that 1.2 million or so subscribers we have, I want to say thank you very much for believing in what we're doing. I'm, I'm not here to lie to you. I'm just here to help us along with this cause. Uh, and I know people get mad at me because they want me to run along and get in line and tell everybody, make sure you vote blue no matter who and all this other nonsense. I'm never going to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't believe in any of that. I don't believe, I cannot make myself dumb enough to support someone who does not support me. I, I cannot lower my IQ enough to make myself uh, sign on to something that makes no sense. Do you understand? I can, I can never be, uh, I can never kill enough brain cells to somehow look at something that is just flat out fucking stupid and, and think that it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. If it don't make sense, then, then don't do it. So when it comes to reparations, you know, you guys know my background, my PhD is in finance. I got a whole PhD in finance. When I got my PhD in finance, there was no other black man or black woman on the planet that got that same degree that year. It was very hard to get. And I, so I can tell you, I understand economics very, very well. And uh, and one thing I can tell you about money is that uh, you don't need a PhD to understand that if somebody takes money from you, they're supposed to give it back. Can we at least agree on this basic idea, this basic, simple consciousness exercise? Can't, if somebody takes your shit, they're supposed to give it back. And I don't understand how, pay attention now, this is what's crazy to me. I don't understand how there are, there, there, there are documented stories, proven stories, stories with plenty of receipts, 
of black people who had lots of land and lots of property who were beaten, lynched, robbed, incarcerated falsely, run out of town and had their land taken from them. Well, one one of the first things you can do is you need to go back and do a little history lessons and figure out where did that land go? See, what y'all don't understand is that the reparations conversation, what it is, folks, is it is a it's a big fat who done it. It's a big fat mystery. It's a big fat rock. It's a big heist. It's the biggest heist in the history of all mankind. It's the largest heist in all of human history. Somebody stole $14 trillion. It's like somebody stealing an elephant and they put it in the living room. And these sons of bitches act like they can't see the damn elephant. They walking around like Stevie Wonder, like, hey, well, I don't see no elephant. And you bumping into the elephant everywhere you go. That You got your nose in the elephant's ass and you're telling me that there is no elephant. And so people like me, this is people like me get punished for being truth tellers, not because I'm, I have some type of amazing brilliance, it's because I'm just, I'm honest and I, and I, I can see things and I'm saying there's an elephant right here. The elephant just shit on the floor. It smells like elephant all throughout this room. And you're telling me there's no elephant in the room. What are you talking about? That's what I see. When you talk about something as massive as a $14 trillion bank robbery, a $14 trillion heist, and you hiding the $14 trillion in plain sight, if you don't, if you want me to make it plain for you, every time you go to downtown Chicago and you see a $100 million, $200 million, $300 million skyscraper that's owned by somebody who's not black, that's part of the heist. Every time you go and you see black white people doing billion dollar business deals and loaning each other billions of dollars to start stupid startup companies and a black owned business can't even get 10 grand to get off the ground, that's part of the heist. If you go to downtown Chicago, south side, west side, and compare it to the north side, well, that's part of the heist. That's the elephant in the room. That's that's the evidence right in your face. Do you understand what I'm saying? So so effectively, this is not hard. This is not complex. This is not something that just takes some sort of, you know, decades of investigation to understand what. No, we know what happened. You're living in it. You're, you're the again. You got your nose in the elephant's ass, and you're acting like there is no elephant in the room. That fourteen trillion dollars is the economic elephant in the room, and they don't want to give it back because they don't have to. They don't want to give it back because you won't demand it. They don't want to give it back, well, because I'm white and I said so. And there's a whole 400-year history of me as a white person getting what I want and you accepting whatever shit that I give you. That's what it is. That's the country. Welcome to America, black people. Anyway, let me get back to it. I'm going to read more of this article. If you could, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. I do have a new book. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. If you'd like to take a look, it's an Amazon bestseller. You can go to drboycebooks.com or you can go to Amazon. It's on Audible. It's all over the place. We also do uh, daily financial consciousness training where we're going through slides. I didn't just write the book so you can have the book. I wrote it so you can learn it. So I'm literally teaching it every single morning at 10 a.m., seven days a week. If you want to join us for financial consciousness training, you can go to drboycedaily.com. That's drboycedaily.com. 
com. And also you can text uh, tonight. We're going to be reading Dr. Claude Anderson books. His books are at powernomics.com. And we're reading this book called The Black History Reader. If you'd like to join us, this is a free training that we do in the Black Business School. We have 162,000 students worldwide. We are training them on economics at the highest level. I just got off the phone with a guy named Ace Chapman, who is an expert at acquiring multi-million dollar companies. He's going to be showing our students how to do that. So how to do it with little capital. That's the cool part. But anyway, uh, if you want to join us tonight for Powernomics training, just uh, text the word greatness to 87948. If you text greatness to 87948, I will send you the link to join us tonight. We're going to be reading from Dr. Anderson's books tonight at 830. All right. So here in California, here's what they're saying in MSNBC about the proposed reparations bill. They said the proposed bill calls for a formal apology from the governor and state legislature for California's history of anti-black racism. That's the first thing. That's the big, that's the big, the big one, the apology. Um, let me ask y'all a quick question. Give me a yes or no. How many people in here can pay your rent or, or pay your rent or your utilities or your car note with an apology? How many of you uh, can take an apology and put it into your child's college savings fund and send your child to college? How many of you can take an apology and go buy uh, groceries with an apology? Like you can show up at the grocery store and say, I got an apology from the governor of California. I'd like to use that to buy some bread and some meat and some some milk. How many of y'all can do that? Did, can anybody pull off this magic trick? What What is an apology really worth? Especially when you know the son of a bitch, uh, it, it was part of the group that committed the crime. Uh, if if somebody comes in your house and they rob you and they steal all of your stuff and they take everything, and I'm cussing extra today because I'm this stuff just makes me cuss. I don't give a fuck right now. I'm, I'm angry and I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna slow it down. I promise. Some of y'all have a hard time with it. And I apologize for that, but I'm angry. So so how so seriously? Imagine somebody robbing your house, stealing all your shit. And the police show up and they say, hey, we, we, we found we, we found the criminal and uh, nobody's really confessed to the crime and we don't have your stuff, but we do have an apology for you. We got an apology and and, and that's that should make you whole. Right. We're good. Right. Hey, how many of you would be happy with that? I, I don't know. about I don't know any person with a brain cell in their head that would be happy with that. Uh, I don't understand why anyone would accept this. I, I certainly don't. So you could take the apology. I just want to say this to Gavin Newsom with all due respect. You take that apology and shove it up your whole entire ass and um, and you can feed it, feed the apology to your kids uh, or whatever. Feed it to the dog. Your apology doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't. So 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 give me the apology after you run me my money. Run me my money with an apology. Give, send the apology letter with the check. That that would be a good that would be a nice touch. I'd appreciate that. All right. So let's keep going. Here's it. So this is uh, this is not it. There's more. I promise you. This is crazy. So they said that the proposed bill calls for a formal apology from the governor and state legislature for California's history of anti-black racism. They want to propose financial aid for people in red line communities to get vocational training. So financial aid only for people in red line communities to get financial aid so they can get vocational training. Now, I'm all for vocational training. We need more of our kids, our young people becoming uh, carpenters, plumbers and doing HVAC. But uh, but this but I, I imagine that after they give you the financial aid to get vocational training in red line communities, here's what they're going to do when they give you the financial aid. What they're doing is they're trying to make sure the money flies over your head. They're, they don't want the money to land in your pocket. They don't want you controlling the resources. They want the resources flying over your head. This is let me explain the, the magic, the little financial trick that they're playing here. What they're doing is they're going to basically feed themselves by pretending to feed you. They're going to make themselves rich 
by pretending to be making you rich. They're going to be helping themselves and helping each other while pretending to help you. Let me explain. Let me watch this. So I'm I'm Mr. White Man. And, and what I'd say is, gosh, you know, I really want to help these Negroes. So we've created a financial aid program to help them get vocational skills. And uh, and so here's what here's what they're going to do. They're going to say, uh, OK, so so here's what we're going to do for you people. We're going to uh, we're going to give a financial aid program where the government is going to now we're not going to give the money to you now. We're going to I, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to find my friend uh, Fred who runs a vocational training program and I'm going to pay Fred to train the Negroes. So, so the money's not going from white hands to black hands. The money's going from white hands to white hands. Do you follow what I'm saying? Right. So, so because I'm not giving you any money, I'm just giving you vocational training. I'm giving you something that makes you feel better uh, because this vocational training will help you get more acceptance into white society. Because I mean, if you're black, who wouldn't want to be white? I mean, why would you want to be black? There's nothing good about that. Right. And then what I'm going to do, because I love the Negro so much, here's what I'm also going to do. Uh, let me know if you're following this. Uh, and then what I'm going to do is once you finish your training, boy, you can come and you can work for my friend, Bill, my friend, Bill. Uh, runs a corporation. Uh, now, Bill, Bill didn't. Now, Bill is is Bill doing what I'm doing? Is Bill did Bill get financial aid and become a poor? No, no, no. Bill was able to go to the bank and raise ten million dollars to create a corporation. Bill, Bill's family's got generational wealth, but you get to be a plumber or something, which is nice. No disrespect to plumbers out here, by the way. Some of y'all are doing good. And I'm not. I'm happy for you, and your skills are incredibly valuable. But but Bill is going to hire you to work for him, and so what's going to happen is. Uh, at the end of the day, you're you're basically going to get passed around like an economic hoe. That's what you're, you're getting. Paid. They're running a train on you. That's what they're doing. Some of y'all, you might know that term. I hope I'm not getting too too racy here, too 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 crass here. But they're they're running a train. They're like they're like, oh, we're going to send the Negroes over here to get the training. So 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 my first friend's institution is going to make money, and then I'm going to send after we're done with you, we're going to send you to the corporate plantation and have you work for somebody else. So because we love you, we're going to give you jobs. We're not going to give you wealth. We're not going to give you land. We're not going to give you uh, control of businesses. We're not going to let you run schools. What we're going to do is we're going to build schools that we're going to run and we're going to make the profit from those schools, but we'll let you attend those schools. We're going to uh, start businesses for ourselves and we're going to run the businesses and we're going to let you become employees of the businesses. Do you follow? Do y'all understand the economic hustle? Do you understand how it works? See, with capitalism, you got to understand there's people that live on the roof in the penthouse and then there's people that live in the basement. There's people that live on the penthouse and the people that live in the basement. They integrated you to come into the basement. They said, we need somebody in the basement because people in the basement, they supply the heat for the people in, on, in the penthouse, like the Titanic. Remember the Titanic? Because America is kind of like the Titanic. It's a sinking, you're in a sinking ship. You're on a, you're in a burning house. All these things, Dr. King said, are 100% true. I could give you a list of indicators to show you America's on its way down. Remember the Titanic, how uh, they had the rich people at the very, very top? And living, you know, very nice, you know, having nice breakfast and, and dressing in tuxedos and listening to piano music and stuff like that. And then the further down you went, the more you ran into the poor people to the point where you get to the bottom and you got the people that are just shoveling coal all day. And they're steaming the ship. They're helping the ship move. They're supplying heat to the people at the top. Right. This is kind of what capitalism is. So what I need you all to understand, this is the economic training. This is why I exist. This is why people like me are around is I need you to learn how to get on the ship but not put yourself in the basement. When they show up and they say, we we want to help black people, so we're giving you more jobs. 
No, there need to also be people to say, no, we don't just want the jobs. We want the businesses. How about you give us the businesses and then we'll create the jobs, right? It's, all, it's no different from the NCAA telling black athletes, hey, come to our campus. We'll give you a scholarship. And what the smart athletes said, and they got really mad at me. I used to write articles about this when I was at the University of Kentucky. Literally, it, it was so bad. The basketball players told me that the coaches told them not to read my articles because I, I could break down the, the economics of it all. Uh, so so when they say, uh, hey, we're going to bring you to our campus to give you a scholarship, the smart athletes started saying, well, how about you let me um, have my money and negotiate a fair contract for my services, and then I'll pay my own tuition. Right. You know, so so ultimately, this is the game that's being played with you. Uh, there's a paternalistic approach to reparations that is going to basically lead to them concluding that we don't want to give this money to black people because, number one, it's expensive. Number two, we're giving up power. And number three, those Negroes can't be trusted to, to be responsible for their own fate. This is no different from what they said about the slaves. Do you understand? They said the same thing about the slaves. They said, if we let these Negroes go, not only are we going to lose money, but we got all these people now competing with us for jobs and resources. And also, how are they ever going to survive on their own? So what they said was they said the best thing we can do, the most benevolent move we can make, the, the best way we can show love for these people is to keep them incarcerated and keep them enslaved because, Lord Jesus, they would not know what to do with freedom. Do you understand this? Do you follow what I'm saying? This is how they feel about you. This is what they think about you. This is what they think about you. Okay, so so anyway, uh, do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Also, this podcast is on Spotify. Uh, if you have Spotify or Apple, I'd, I would greatly appreciate it if you went to Spotify and Apple, looked up my name, Boyce Watkins, and uh, found my podcast. It's called The Dr. Boyce Breakdown. There's content on there every single morning at 7 a.m. And uh, and it's uh, it, it, we won't let you down. I promise you that we will make your life better. Uh, also, uh, my website is boycewatkins.com. So there's plenty of resources there if you want to... Uh, uh, pursue an economic journey. I believe that uh, all of our smartest people should be really sound in our economics. If we do this, then that is how we will win. That is how we will succeed. Okay, we can pay ourselves reparations eventually if we make the right moves right now. All right, so here is, uh, so so we're talking about this California bill proposing reparations. And, uh, and so they said that the, the bill comes with an apology from the legislature to uh, financial aid for people in red line communities to get vocational training. So that means that if you don't live in a red line community, if you're not poor and black, you don't get any of that. Or if you're not poor and black, or you don't want to be like a plumber or a carpenter, then that you're excluded from that. Uh, and then it would ban, check this out. This is the most, this is, the <laughs> you can't make this up. These people are so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> the bill, check the, get ready. Y'all ready? The bill would ban hair discrimination in California athletics. That's the big win that you will not be discriminated against in California sports because of your hair. They literally put this in here. They literally put this in here. They literally put this. So first off, I'm bald. I don't give a fuck what you think about my hair. Okay, I don't even have any. But second of all, <laughs> I, I I mean, they 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 literally put the, how are they are they do you think they're that stupid or do you think that that they think we're that stupid like what are you talking about are you serious right now I can't help it man I was born on the wrong planet I was I was born on the wrong planet at the wrong time I should have been born on Jupiter in the year twenty three fifty. 
that's where that's where I be, I I'm, I can't I can't do this. I can't this this life this world. It's so goddamn ignorant. I can't take it. I I just Okay. Let's keep reading. Calm down, boys. Stop it. You're being dramatic right now. All right. Quote, while many associate only associate direct cash payments with reparations, the true meaning of the word to repair involves much more. Assemblywoman Lori D. Wilson, chair of the California Legislative Black Caucus, said in a news release, as laid out in the report, we need a comprehensive approach to dismantling the legacy of slavery and systematic racism. Here's a little glimmer of hope. It says the report also recommended monetary compensation, but left it to lawmakers to decide on the dollar amount. Um, okay, I'll be expecting those Wendy's coupons in the mail at any any day now. Um, yeah, we, or, or we'll get some, you know, maybe a Starbucks gift card or something. Uh, historians and economic scholars have criticized the idea that states and cities can effectively operate their own piecemeal reparations plans in the absence of the federal government in part. Uh, these critics argue because the necessary payout for injuries incurred through slavery and centuries of systematic anti-black discrimination is too large for a single city or state to handle. So the question of whether California's reparations proposals would include cash payments or some other sort of direct payment to black people has loomed large throughout the deliberation process. Such an idea already faces clear headwinds like a conservative Supreme Court averse to affirmative action, blah, 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 blah. The cash payments aren't in the proposed bills. It doesn't come as a complete surprise. California Governor Gavin Newsom told Fox News last year that dealing with the legacy of slavery is about much more than cash payments. And sure. Okay, I don't know what that means, but but, you know, this is the thing. This is what people this is one of the things people do when they want to not actually write a check. What they'll do is they'll if you, you show up and you say, I need you to fix this or I need you to uh, to compensate me. Where's my check? Write me my check. Run me my money. So what they might say is and this is what politicians say is they say, well, fixing this problem is about much. It's mu about much more than just writing a check. Or money won't solve this problem. That's what they say. You, anybody ever heard that when they say that about the school system? When they say uh, black schools get like a third of the funding of white schools and stuff like that, and then and and they'll the first thing they'll always say is, "Well, you you can't just write a check and fix the problem." But writing a check is a good start. It's a good start. I mean, did we try that? Did you try writing the check to see if it fixed the problem? How do you know it won't fix the problem? Because you won't do it. Right. Uh, you know, and it's it's almost like, um, you know, if you, ladies, when your man, when you try to tell your man, like, look, we've been dating for 12 years. Uh, I'd like to have some security in case you go to the hospital or in case you die. I don't want to be known as your special friend at your funeral. So why don't we go ahead and consider getting married? You know, a guy who doesn't want to marry you, just a little game, ladies, he, he's going to say something like, well, marriage ain't nothing but a piece of paper. Marriage don't mean nothing. That that ain't going to show that. That ain't how I that ain't going to show that I love you more. You know how much I love you, girl. Right. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I mean, marriage is hard. Right. So don't do it unless you're ready you know, to make the sacrifice. But he's really saying, I don't want to do it. Right. I'm not interested. It doesn't mean that that's not a good answer or the right answer. It could be the right answer. Some people don't need to be getting married They're getting divorced and everything. But really, when he says that, that means he's uh, that's uh, maybe they call that gaslighting. So effectively, I got to check with my wife. She's the relationship therapist. But the thing is that you, for the most part, have been getting gaslit by your politicians for many, 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 many centuries. They gaslight you on a regular basis. Every time you show up and you ask them for legitimate questions that deserve legitimate answers, 
they come back to you with some answer that doesn't make any sense. Now, um, I'm going to have to go in a second. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm not and I'm not going to take a lot of your time. However, tonight uh, we're going to read from Dr. Claude Anderson's book, The Black History Reader, which I, I, I just beg of you to consider going to Powernomics.com and looking at his books, having your children read these books, forming family book clubs so we can educate ourselves and educate each other. Because on question 40, he talks about some of the reasons why you deserve reparations. And one thing he mentions is that it was a criminal offense at one point to teach black people to read and write. It was, a, it was criminal. You could go to jail for educating a black person. And part of the reason that intelligent black people are the most dangerous people in this country, it, we're more dangerous than gangster rappers. We're more dangerous than criminals. We're more dangerous than, than any of the, the Negroes they put on TV. We're dangerous. You are dangerous because you are a critical thinker. You're dangerous for the same reasons that they made it illegal to teach a slave how to read and think. Because when slaves are infused with ideas, they start to realize, hey, I, maybe I shouldn't be a slave. So unfortunately, in our society, we have lots of people that are still committed to being slaves. And I encourage you to educate yourself so that you can break out of that. And I would love to help you with that. I've been teaching college students for a long time, Syracuse University, Indiana University, et cetera. Uh, we are going to meet tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern for Powernomics training. We do this every single week. The book Powernomics is always with me. I have this book right here uh, below me, and then I have the Black History Read. I keep Dr. Claude Anderson's books on speed dial in my life because this man is a gift to the world. He's right there with the Marcus Garveys and the Frederick Douglasses, and I think that it's up to us to secure this man's legacy. It ain't up to mainstream media. It ain't up to uh, to other people who don't who don't know about his ideas. It's up to you. It's not up to white folks. It's up to you. It's up to us. We got to do this. So 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 anyway, so tonight we're going to read his book. If you want to join us, it's totally free. Bring your whole family. That's all I ask. It, I, I won't, it doesn't cost you anything, but I would love for you to, if you could bring your whole family uh, and just text the word greatness to 87948. I'm going to send the link out in a couple hours uh, for you guys to join us uh, tonight. So just text the word greatness to 87948 and you can join us uh, in tonight's training. And we're going to start today on page 124 of the Black History Reader, which you can get at powernomics.com if you want to get a copy. So just text the word greatness to 87948. And I'll send you guys the text right away. Also, last but not least, if you want some other tools that can help you economically, just go to boycewalkins.com. We've got financial flashcards for kids. We have all kinds of stuff. So feel free to go take a look at that uh, because, you know, ignorance isn't going to solve any problems. We want to be smarter. And I think that we should all participate in educating ourselves and each other. So anyway, guys, have a good day. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm going to check back in with you a little bit later. And I uh, hope you guys have a good one. I'll see you soon. Peace.